Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Holiness Day by Day by Jerry Bridges. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Welcome to Gospel Everyday Podcast. My name is Melly, and I'm your host today. It is the second day of January 2024, everybody. Happy New Year. It is my honor to be here with you today. And we're going to kick off this new year and talk about holiness and grace today. When I think about God's holiness, I think about the story of Moses and the burning bush. In Exodus chapter 3, God revealed himself and said to Moses, Do not come any closer. Take off your sandals, for the place where you're standing is holy ground. It's not so much the burning bush or the ground that is holy. It is God's presence that makes the ground holy. God is perfect. God is pure in every way. And because he's so pure and perfect, he has no tolerance of any sins. Recently, one of our nieces was diagnosed with uh, celiac disease, and it's a disorder caused by an immune reaction to eating gluten. With this disease, Vera has to be very mindful of what she eats. And if she eats anything with gluten, she would get really, really sick. It's really awful. And sometimes it's, it's this excruciating pain in her stomach. She, um, she has to be very creative of what she eats. And she has to adapt this very strict diet. And even to the point where she can't even eat the food that may have been cooked in the same area with food that contains gluten. But you know what? Vera is a trooper. We're very proud of her. She truly embraced this lifestyle, and she's making the best of it. Um, recently, we took her to farmer's market when they were when she was in town, and there were some vendors. And Vera, with this huge smile and her sweet little voice, she went to all the vendors and said, "Hi, my name is Vera. I have celiac. I am gluten free. And is there anything that I can eat?" She's just adorable. And with this disease, um, it's, it has changed her life. But not just her life. Her whole entire family's eating habits is forever changed. This diet is not merely a matter of avoiding certain foods, but involves a comprehensive lifestyle adjustment. You see, they shop differently at the stores now. They spend extra time preparing meals each week. When they go to birthday parties, they bring their own cupcakes that Vera can actually eat so she doesn't feel left out. It has been a huge adjustment for everyone in the family. God is holy, and in order for us to have a relationship with Him, we must be sanctified. Today's reading, Jerry Bridges explains what it means to be sanctified. He says the Holy Spirit's work in transforming us more and more into the likeness of Christ is called sanctification. The Apostle Paul instructs us how to be more like Christ. In Ephesians chapter 4, Paul tells us to take off our old self and to be more, to be made new in Christ without thoughts and to put on the new self that is created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. 
my sister-in-law told me that they even had to get rid of almost all the kitchen cookware to prevent any cross-contamination. They had to get a new set of utensils, cutting boards, knives, pots, and pans. Just like Paul tells us, we must remove our old stuff and put on the new creation found in Christ. One of my close friends, Laura, who also has celiac disease and has graciously adapted this new lifestyle over 15 years ago, she told me that in the early years of this new adjustment, she would give in, she would slip off her gluten-free diet once in a while. And at the time, she would enjoy the food that her body craves, but the next day her body would pay for it. Her body would be in so much pain that she would quickly realize all that was not worth it. Laura said it was this long recovery process that her body would have to go through for days, sometimes weeks, just to feel better again. And all that just for a few minutes of eating something that she isn't supposed to be eating. Even small amounts of gluten can trigger an immune response, leading to some painful symptoms for her. I asked her what that process looked like for her to adapt this new lifestyle change. Um, she said that she finally had to make a decision and choose to be disciplined with her eating habits. She found new foods to eat, new ways to prepare her meals, and over time, what initially felt like a conscious effort gradually transformed into a natural and integrated part of her daily life. And whenever she's tempted to eat things that she shouldn't be eating, she would, she would remind herself of how awful her body would feel. And just after a few months of developing these new habits, her body starts to feel better and the cravings for gluten become would become less and less. I think it's like our walk with the Lord. Our sinful actions and choices create this barrier between us and our connection with God. Sins like gluten for Laura and my niece may sound good for a moment and provide temporarily pleasure, but the consequence of sin is painful. It takes personal discipline to choose to walk away from the old ways of doing things and invite Holy Spirit to renew our minds. As Jesus followers, our appetite for worldly pleasure should be less and less each day as we experience the goodness of God. Jerry Bridges wrote, Our involvement and cooperation with Him and His work is what He calls the pursuit of holiness. You see, pursuing holiness isn't just a command in the Bible that we need to do. To strive for holiness isn't just an item on our Christian to-do list. The pursuit of holiness is relational. Our ultimate goal is to have a relationship without God. God loves us so much that He graciously sent His one and only Son to die for us on the cross so that we could have eternal life and a relationship with Him. It says in Romans 5.8, While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. 
This concept that really stands out to me from the reading today is that the pursuit of holiness requires both grace and personal discipline. My understanding of God's grace is this expression of unconditional love that transcends any human good works. God's grace is not contingent upon our deeds. It is a reminder that our worthiness of God's love is not measured by our achievements. One of my favorite stories is Costco. Costco is known for its exceptional return policy, often summarized by the phrase, as long as the item has a Costco barcode, they would take anything back at any time, no questions asked. I recently read an article about the craziest things people have returned to Costco. And a story went viral in January 2018 when a woman returned a dead Christmas tree a week after Christmas. And she successfully returned the dead Christmas tree back to Costco and, and received a full refund. No questions asked. Another woman, she returned her wedding ring of 12 years. 12 years. I don't know. Maybe she wanted an upgrade or something. She decided to just take the ring back to Costco where the ring was purchased. And she also got a full refund. No questions asked. And this guy returned this used and dirty pillow that he had for 10 years. I mean, that is gross. But guess what? He also got a full refund. No questions asked. The list is quite entertaining to read, and some of them are really hard for me to believe are true. But that's how our God's grace for us. As long as we confess our faith in him, we have this invisible Costco barcode on us that sets us apart from the rest of the world. And no matter what condition we're in, he would take anything, anyone back at any time. No questions asked. The quote by Jerry Bridges beautifully encapsulates the universal and timeless nature of God's grace. He says, your worst days are never so bad that you are beyond the reach of God's grace. And your best days are never so good that you're, you're beyond the need of God's grace. So regardless of our lowest moments, our mistakes, or our struggles, God's grace remains the same for us. Even in our moments of success or a season of celebrations, we are reminded of our continual dependence on God's grace. So no matter how well things may, be, may seem to be going, we're never self-sufficient to the extent that we no longer require God's grace. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for sending your Son to die on a cross for our sins so that we can have a relationship with you. We know that it is only through the blood of Jesus that our sin are removed from us. Thank you for your spirit within us. Lord, thank you for being with us. Please increase our appetite for your holiness and righteousness so that we may be renewed every day. Lord, give us the courage to walk away from our sinful ways 
and to pursue your holiness daily. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you can take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.